0: I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all.
1: The PSYOPs, the PSYOPs aren't just what have been going on through the media and Hollywood and through magazines or other publications, it's been in education. They've removed classes like civics, which were directly designed to teach us about the constitution, uh, the function of government, how the government works. And when they removed that over the years, people are thinking, well, we're learning stuff about American history because of social studies or some, BS little class that they're giving your kids, and your kids don't know anything about the, the Bill of Rights or the Constitution or how the government's supposed to work, the three branches of government. So you're looking at a period of a multi generational time where people don't know their rights, and now the government can easily take those rights away from you because you don't even know what they are. And that also falls in line with a psyop.
0: Well, one thing I've noticed in that book, too, and I guess I've kind of always known this, and in part of that psyops, they do things to where they can keep the populations fearful, and the best way to control even large numbers of people at one time is through fear, and and I think a perfect example of that was when we went to war with Iraq, you know, when... We, there were 3,000 people who died in one day in New York, and the people were ready to go well, to war.
1: And I'm not besmirching anyone in this country that has strong-held views on 9-11. You and I have spoken about this
0: on Many times, side
1: quite a few times. And 9-11 was, I'm going to call it a false flag. It did happen. We did lose almost 3,000 people. But the false flag aspect of it was that it had absolutely zero to do with anything other than we needed public support to engage in a conflict so that the military-industrial complex could maintain a hell of an income. And it, it was...
0: It would line the pockets of a few people.
1: Yeah, and it was a perfect way for people to be willing to take the fear that they felt. Oh, we were attacked on American soil, and it was an atrocity. So they came in with the Patriot Act, and the Patriot Act was one of the biggest things that actually removed and when it, i mean it, it took our personal rights and threw it in the crapper and yep. it gives the government the right to come into your home without a warrant to arrest and detain you without a due process i mean it, they nowadays if anybody wants to go to a teachers uh, a board of education meeting
0: Oh you're a terrorist. They turn
1: around and they get labeled a terrorist under the Patriot Act. If That's you right. want to go to a large rally and you have the wrong political view, we're going to arrest you, throw you in a hole for a, a god knows how many months now. What, we're looking at 15 months, 16 months. Yep. Most of them are still sitting there bogus without even charges. seeing a judge. And it's all under The guys of the Patriot Act and people think that this can't happen to them. Well, I guarantee you those 250 something people sitting in the gulags in Washington never thought it would happen to them. And they can do it to all of those people. They can do it to each and every one of us. And people need to wake up and not be fooled because I love my country. Right. I am a constitutional conservative, but I cannot stand my government. And not the government the become. Well, yeah. Well, not since 1870 when we became a corporation. Not since 1971 where they decided to take us off of the currency being backed by the federal bank.
0: Right. that Yeah, that's right. And, and yeah, there's one other aspect about nine one one two that that plays into the psyops manifesto. The you know the people, I, I and I'm and I'm not saying everybody else. I mean, I was one of those people. I mean, when nine one one happened, I was on the phone with the recruiting office trying to get back in because I knew we were going to war. Yeah, mate- me too. And uh, so, it's not like I'm I'm talking about everybody else or pointing fingers. I'm I'm, I'm included in that, but we were victims of this psyops manifesto in that it was designed specifically, you know, not just to put us in fear so that they could control us. There is another aspect that needs to be noted. The manifesto was designed. To do things to the population so that we not only would be easily controlled, we would not only agree with what the government said we needed to do, we would actually position the government to do it, which is exactly what happened. Yeah, and now we
1: will sacrifice a little bit or a little freedom for. The sense of security deserves neither.
0: That's <laughs> correct. That is correct. And again, I, I can't, I can't iterate this enough. I was victim of that same thought pattern, and I believe, you know, nine hundred and eleven is probably one of the better examples because it's one that is very well remembered by everyone is still alive right now. But since that incident. It has taken far less for the people who funded this PsyOps operation to get what they're looking for. And <clears throat> and ultimately, you know, what we're seeing now is this huge divide in our country. A country against itself will fall. That too was part of the PsyOps plan. You know, we've have I don't know what the numbers are, but I would dare to say about half the country is screaming they hate the country, and the other half of the country is saying this is my country. I love my country. And I think if we take a step back and look at just what's going on in our country right now, I think we'll see something we, you know, we never really wanted to see, you know, It's, I almost forgot what I was saying here, but the thing is, I mean, we're seeing a divide in our country. We're seeing, it's basically, let's go to the very original form of government, the family unit. And and Patrick, you and I have witnessed this because we grew up in it, but when a family is divided, it will separate. It's going to fall. Yeah. And not to air out our family situation but I've come to terms with it now so I'm okay talking about it but as we were growing up you know there were so much there was so much confusion and so much turmoil inside our family unit that it got to the point where we wouldn't even talk to each other and in not talking to each other we could not figure out the problem And we just went with what we knew. And that was so-and-so made me mad. So-and-so did something that shouldn't done. And we just didn't talk to each other, still mad at each other all the time. And that is exactly what we are seeing in this country right now. And I think if we all just take a breath, take a time out and back away from the situation and look at it realistically and just open up that line of communication with the people you think you hate. You might find you don't hate them. You've been programmed that way. And yeah.
1: And, and, and it's been, a, that's that. Yeah. It's been designed to, this goes back to critical theory. Right. Uh, the first form of the theories was critical theory and critical theory in a, whether it's critical race theory or critical theory or any of there's actually three of them, but and the, the middle one that it, the first one morphed into critical legal theory. Right. They they all do the same thing. They are based on the premise of an oppressor and an oppressed. Now these are the roots of gearing a population to go to Marxism, which is the sister of communism. Now, mm-hmm. as long as we have people divided into categories, a lot of people find it easier to be oppressed and check off blocks, and the other people, rich white liberals particularly, love to virtue signal about how they're so good to the oppressed and everybody else is bigoted or xenophobic or homophobic or some stupid name to keep us all in little boxes and at each other's throats. Right. I mean, ultimately, we need to see each other as Americans. First of all, brothers and sisters under the same banner. There is no gay pride banner that I stand under that doesn't unite us. Now, right. the American flag covers all people, transgender, gay, white, black, Native American, all ethnicities of immigrants. It covers everybody if you are legally in this country and you, could, you come here and you assimilate. We are all Americans and we correct. have to get this mindset of white, black asian or latino and i'm not ever gonna call a latin person a latinx not i don't know if it's offensive to them or not i hear it is but i just feel stupid saying that i've never, never even heard, heard it. it yeah I, latinx, what, a what is that <laughs> i don't know man i keep hearing it nowadays like they're trying <laughs> to be inclusive to somebody i might I mean, what is a Latinx, a uh, porno star or something? <laughs> are they, are they the sex business? Oh, man, that's Latinx,
0: man. Is there an uh, 800 number attached to that? <laughs> I don't know, but I keep
1: hearing this stupid shit. And all it is is one more way to divide people. That's correct. I mean, if you're Latino, you're Latino. That means you came from a Latin-speaking country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I,
0: I just... Yeah, you know, I'm but glad anyway. you said that, because I've, I have, you know, of course, we're from the South, so, you know, we... Oh, we got yeah, Farmer Jim over here, and we're from the North. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm from Boston, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm from, I
1: think that was pretty
0: distinguished. Yeah. <laughs> <Some> distinguishable. Farmer <laughs> well, Jim, I forgot all about him. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but you know, being from the South, I mean, we we know about, we, I mean, we got a first-hand look at what racism was all about i mean we we grew up around it but I, I think you'll agree there's at least you know for me anyway there's about 15 20 years where you really just i mean it was like you could actually say what is racism it's a thing of the past and yeah you know it's it's crazy to me now that you know, i hate to lay it on any one administration but you know it seems the race talk has come up a lot over the last year or two, and it started putting that divider line between different races. And I'm not talking white and black. I'm talking the whites, the blacks, the Mexicans, the you know Asian Americans that are here. And and what for? I mean, we had we had nearly. I would like to say anyway because I feel like that. I would say we nearly did away with the race issue and now all of a sudden it's back again and i think you know if if you want to point out an obvious thing that has been going on in our country that's created divide i think you could start there because that is the one topic they love to throw into our platter and say now divide yourselves and you know i guess my big thing especially right now is that my fellow americans realize that we are fellow americans and and let's hold on to that because you know not just because we're americans but what does it mean to be american first and foremost you know well
1: another part about that is the reason they keep bringing it up we almost had it gone There was a number of administrations where you heard about inner city problems or you heard about uh, school choice. You know, a lot of your inner city people are of African-American descent, which I I hate that term, too, unless you came from Africa. You're an American. You're just a black American. But
0: But that's what you deal with (laughs) here in in our region of the country. And you go west and it's going to be, you know, the Latino community that has to hear this, you know. But
1: well, the thing about it for me is, the ruling class. Everybody, do not be fooled. There is no Republican and Democrat. There is a uniparty in America, and they all work for the same goals and same purpose. They have same. They're trying to achieve the same things. Now, if they, if there is nothing from them to save you from then they have nothing to stand on when they try to get elected. But
0: so they, they create,
1: create a, yeah, they create the problem so they can fool you to think they're going to swoop in and fix the problem. When in fact, if it wasn't for them, the problem wouldn't exist. That's correct. So when people start talking about, oh, blacks are being, this, this is a, a racial, no, it's, it's not racial. Mm -hmm. I mean, and if you really look at what they call a racially motivated crime, Mm -hmm. I mean, 99% of it is BS. I mean, America is so racist that we have to literally fake hate crimes. (laughs) We have to act. We are so racist that there aren't enough racist acts that the media can just walk out there and cover it. Right. Somebody actually has to stage it, has what? to fake it.
0: I look. There's a perfect example of this too. Uh, you remember the um, the subway shooting in New York? Yeah. The Democrats came straight to the forefront. It was white supremacists that did this, and we need to take guns off the streets. All right. First of all, guns don't have anything to do with it. But the guy that they were calling a white supremacist was a middle aged black man. That's and right. That's how they promoted it was white supremacy. And so Well
1: and, and, and see this and this is another thing about it too, and this is where the psyops comes in. They cherry pick stories. They'll exclude certain details and claim it to be one way. And Mm -hmm. then they will wall to wall cover a lie. So people think that the problem is a hundred thousand times worse
0: Mm -hmm. than it is. And I guess a recommendation there would be to just turn the TV off because you're getting ambushed every time you turn it on. (laughs)
1: Yeah. if, If you have a news on and I don't care. Newsmax, MSNBC, CBS, CNN, BBC. I mean, you can go on and on and on and on. It's probably a (laughs) lot.
0: Well, I count on it now. I do. And, again, the whole purpose for this show is to... um, Look, I mean, if if you like certain news channels, okay, that's fine. But just... You know, Patrick, you and I grew up on, on on this whole. I mean, if if we learned anything about life, you know, our dad and our grandfather told us, "Do not believe everything you see, and believe less what you hear." And you know, that's kind of that's kind of my motivation here, is not to talk about anybody's desired news channel or anything like that. Just don't believe everything you're hearing. Check it out. It, it's you know, it causes you to do a little work, but you know, a little work never hurt anybody. But we I don't are, mind
1: calling out news channels.
0: I don't mind calling out news channels. I, you know, but you <laughs> know, it's it's not my. It's really not my place to talk about the news channels as being bad, even though they are. But I mean, what you know, what my concern is is that we as Americans are Americans. We need to work together, and. You know, that's how this country was founded. Patrick, you and I talked about this just a little while ago. Even when we were studying the history books, everybody knows the name of George Washington, Thomas Jefferson. I mean, these are great names in American history. But these men did not do anything toward independence by themselves. It was an entire 13 colonies that came together and said, we need to do something. So when that Declaration of Independence was signed by these great statesmen that you hear about in history books, no, I'm sorry, they don't even teach them anymore. But think about this. 63 men delegated to one Congress to decide what to do, made a decision to sever ties with England. And, you know, of the 13 colonies, I don't even think the population was as big as the English army at the time. But those men that we hear about and we revere as the founding fathers of our country, they didn't do this on their own. An entire nation came together to fight against the tyranny of England. And that's what I would like to see this country come back to. Quit listening to the garbage that's coming down from the tyrannical rulers of not just our country, but the people that are controlling them. We're a nation of brothers and sisters, of American, uh, we're, we're American. I would say of American descent, but that's hard to say because we're not all Native American or, or from Mexico. And most of us are from Germany, England, Ireland, you know, uh, Iceland, all these countries from around the world. So We're we not a
1: country, a- they're here.
0: That's right, and this country was founded on immigration, but we were not founded on the flooding of illegal immigration. And we do have an American heritage, and we do have American values and virtues. And if we keep listening to what the news is telling us, it's going to be They're another to civil it. war, and then well, I'm going this to is
1: another thing. You have a hundred. 25 different countries in the world. You've got them of all different types of government. governments. Right. If you wish to be socialist or communist, man, take a pick. You can go to one of them. I wish to have a free America. I wish to maintain what we have and to reclaim what we have. So, if you wish to have communist or Marxist or socialist or a hierarchy or a monarchy
0: or oh, they're there for a tecocracy,
1: yeah, you could find you go all you go to the four corners of the planet and you can find what you're looking for. Just leave my house out of it. This is my home. America is free.
0: Yeah, sadly. That's it for today's episode. We'll be back here a couple of days, and don't forget we read all comments that are incoming, so use the comment section below, let us know what you're thinking. And don't forget you can catch us on any of your favorite podcast channels and also true social. But on behalf of my brother Patrick and myself, we are the Constitution Commanders, signing off.